This is Dino. This is Matt. This is Martin. So I guess we, is it reviews? Well, we have, we have a correction to make. Yeah, okay. Um, Apparently, uh, I said evil wrong. It's evil. So my apologies on that one. And this is regarding what? Um, shit. Oh, old Drake? Yeah, that's it. Old Drake. Yeah. 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 So yeah, my apologies. And uh, thank you to Emma for writing in to us yeah. with the, uh, the correction. Yeah. Yep. Thank you. Takes a big man to admit his mistakes. Yeah, well, you know, it's when you listen to a lot of Merciful Fate, yeah. you can't just help to just say it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, do you want to do your album for... I, who wants to go first? Not me. I did it last time. Did I? I can. I can too. But I feel like I'll just go first because I... let's just get it out of the way. Yes. <laughs> Pull the band-aid, man. Okay. So I'm doing the new Cradle of Filth album, uh, Hammer of the Witches. Um, so uh, I'll keep the uh, history on this band kind of minimal because they're so uh so famous, but obviously uh, Danny Filth sings for them. We've got um, Martin Martha Skarapka on drums, uh, and he also uh, does some other writing stuff, like keyboards and uh, orchestration style stuff. Um, he's a, a fucking great drummer. Uh, that was one of the, my favorite things about the album. Yeah. Listening to it. Same here. Um, bass players Daniel Firth, uh, the keyboard and uh, vocals also Lindsay Schoolcraft, who I really enjoyed quite a bit on yep. this album so did i yeah i i was very taken when she would sing um <clears throat> richard sean guitar also great um and we have merrick ashok smurda i have no idea how to pronounce that i'm so sorry uh, on guitar um yeah so I'm just let's just I'm just gonna get out of the way and say that I did not think this was a, a very good release from these guys. Um, it was kind of different for me as well. Yeah, I mean, I remember I so I'm I'm not an avid listener of Cradle of Filth, anyways. Just to be really transparent about my feelings about the band, but uh, historically, like in my youth, let's say, um, youths, yeah. I, I, I listened to some Cradle of Filth and enjoyed them back in the day. And um, this album... Do you um, remember what tracks you listened to? or Back in the day? Yeah. Um, the standout for me, and this is probably going to sound like really obvious, but is uh, Her Ghost in the Fog. Yeah, um, that is... Oh, I love that song. Yeah, that's a really good song for me. Um, that's like the one I always think of when I think of the band. It's just always been like one of my favorites. But this um, this album, I you know it, it it wasn't like it was a, a, a shitty album. I don't want to say that, 
But it also, these guys have been around like doing this for so long at this point um, that it really felt, it felt seriously phoned in for like the first um, probably three or four songs Mm -hmm. um, for me. And, um, you know, so basically the first track is like a keyboard opener, which uh, I've said on previous episodes, uh, unless it's somehow amazingly written and it has something interesting going on, I dislike that off the bat. And then the first three songs, including Deflowering the Maidenhead, um, which I believe they have a video for, didn't really think were that great. They were pretty average for me. Um, I really, really enjoyed Blackest Magic and yes. Practice. Yeah. I'm so glad you said that. That fucking song is great. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, because like, I was listening to it and I was like, fuck, man, I'm going to have to hear a whole album that has like nothing great happening. And then that song came and I was like, okay, there's hope in this album. So that song was really, really good. Um, Hammer of the Witches actually was not a very good track for me either. Um, so I don't know why the album's called that. Um Onward Christian Soldiers was okay. That was an okay um, uh, track for me. Um, Another, uh, so another great track was King of the Woods. Um, That's a bonus track though. Yeah. So I'm glad that you said that. That also bugs the shit out of me. Uh, I hate bonus tracks on albums, especially because bonus tracks. So this is a gripe that I have with the music industry in general right now is that bonus tracks are put on albums as though they're actually bonus tracks. I'm using Spotify and these bonus tracks are coming up. So they're obviously not a fucking bonus. They're part of the album. So like nothing interesting is happening with it. Like, it's not like I have to buy this on a CD and I can't get it through iTunes or listen to it on Spotify or some other means. So it's not a bonus track. It's part of the album. It's just like a fake thing to try and sell it. That's what streaming will do. It really bugs me. It really bugs me. Um, so, uh, so here's, so here's the gist. The guitars, the guitarists shred. The leads are all really good lead guitar parts. Uh, the female vocals are are fantastic. I actually wish she sung on the entire album. To be perfectly frank, uh, I thought Danny did a good job with some of the stuff. Um, but I really feel like his vocal style going really high is incredibly gimmicky on this album. It provides absolutely nothing extra to yeah. the composition in fact he's detracts in certain areas I, yeah i think it's distracting yeah almost. it um it, it because the thing is is there were a couple times where he did it and i was like mm, that's exactly what that needs. Right. It's a little it needed that mm, that cushion that really high fucking end and <laughs> then it goes into like something heavy and a lead would come in and uh, th- that happened a few times on the album but um honestly much less frequently than just like highs out of nowhere that mm-hmm. made no sense and were not interesting almost like in every verse i feel like he did it at least once and it was like really like can you just stop yeah and so it it, it didn't feel like a songwriting thing it felt like oh this is my gimmick this is my my calling card sort of thing is people expect me to go high so i'm gonna do it like every single song can you like al- at least three times a song. Can you almost see like a producer being like, oh, I think this needs uh, more more highs. Like we should we should do No, that. definitely not. I don't see a producer. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. 
Um, and I think if there is a producer that's saying that, it's somebody who honestly only cares about getting paid to get the, the album done and doesn't want to rock the boat with, with whatever's happening with the members because um, there are some songs that, that could have sounded better. That's actually another uh, gripe of mine with the album is I thought that the uh, the production was extremely clinical. It felt overly clinical. Like, um, Yeah, what do you it, mean? It was just so uh, sterile to me. I can um, see that, yeah. That uh, like it was too good. No, see the I, thing is, is that it didn't have. Um, I'm not even. It it was just sterile to the point where like there was a lack of emotionality to the way that I think the guitars could have sounded if there was maybe like a little bit more lower end or something. It felt like everything was so tweezed in the studio to me that like, and again, it's not shitty. But I'm like, I'm looking at this over the course of, we're talking from the early 90s, I'm going to say 91, right? This band's been around up till now. I expect much better. I just do from somebody yeah. with, with that kind of um, experience. Yeah. And that's, that's not what, that's not what this is. This is like a very average uh, metal album that, yeah, it has some, a really great drummer on it, but you know, so what you're not doing like odd time guitar parts. So what's the great drummer on? He's not like, he's not really showing off. Mm-hmm. Um, he's amazing though. I, he's really good. Um, yeah. So that's kind of how I feel about it. Um, I feel like, um, this album to me goes to prove that s- playing ability does not always translate to songwriting ability. Right. Um, and I think that's what this album is. It's like a lot of really great players that, um, just kind of produced a pretty average record. Uh, so, uh, with that said, I'll go ahead and I'll give it like a, like a 3.8 out of six for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One thing I'd like to add though, is, uh, it didn't feel like the typical, record from them it mm-hmm. felt because most of the records felt a little darker yeah. i think you and i were talking about this and you mentioned uh it being a little poppy kind of at times mm-hmm. so sorry were you gonna say something? no, no. Okay. um are, are his cradle of filth considered black metal no Okay. No, they're, but... they're not. They use a lot of satanic like um, imagery, like on their covers and, yeah. and and things like that. But they actually don't. Um, they don't. They don't really sing about that that stuff all that much. It's more like mysticism style stuff. But has their style ever been? I thought in the beginning it was at one point. Yeah, was it? I think it was probably more closely tied to black metal in the beginning. I don't, I wouldn't necessarily say that even back then it was, but they had more of the, like her ghost in the fog, I think is about like, um, it's very similar sort of to like the Melissa thing, except they go back and like, you know, burn down the church. Mm-hmm. I want to say, right. Like that her ghost comes back in the fog. And I think the church burns down if I'm remembering correctly. So those, so those themes are in there, but, but musically it doesn't, it was never produced like, like it's black, oh musically like traditional black or oh yeah no metal. actually no yeah okay. so if like that's what you're talking about yeah it, it is it is more closely related to black metal back then like that yeah okay yeah i thought you meant just like in terms yeah. of the themes and stuff yeah yeah because that's what i always thought too but i never i didn't ever get a black metal feel from this record and i was kind of expecting like eat just a little bit of it but i no yeah it's a little far removed from their to me their roots 
Which I was familiar with. I mean, I mean, I guess it's an evolution, but it, it feels like an evolution into like a bag of money. It doesn't. Fe- <laughs> <laughs> it sounds it, so harsh, but I know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, um, which is not in any way to, to be insulting to the band. They are they're cleaning up, apparently, uh, from what I understand. I think that they're doing really well financially with with all the changes they've been making over the past few years musically, mm-hmm. but or releases musically. But um no, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's good, uh, I, or great. I guess I'll say. No, yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna listen to this album again when this podcast is over. Yeah, probably not. Maybe that song. Um, the, yeah, yeah, but that's probably it. The blackest magic in practice. Well, yeah. the, here's the funny thing about that song. When I saw um, the name of the track, I lost my, a little bit. <laughs> my mind kind of went to King Diamond. Oh yeah, my black cat magic. Black cat magic is down by, by the, the lake, lake. chasing butterflies. butterflies. He can't get away. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. So I don't know if reading that title made me think of like, oh, well, it, reading the title obviously made me think of King Diamond, but listening to the song, it kind of had a, you know, King Diamond esque feel to it for some reason that's just me i I don't know if like i said Uh, not me but that doesn't mean anything you know it's it's all subjective that's why it's i guess it's it's entertainment but it's also art right yeah i have one thing to say about right wing of the garden triptych Mm -hmm. that was the sample track to this album and i listened to it and i hated it and i still hate it with this record like I don't know what it is. Oh my god! I I, I honestly, totally thought you were gonna be like, and actually it was so. no. Yeah. I I was expecting. You know, I think we we talked not within the podcast about just not listening to sample tracks. Oh, I will never do that. And that was with with uh, Symphony X. Yeah, I still won't listen. To yeah. That. So this was. I was thinking about that while I listened to it. I was like, oh, maybe it'll actually be no, no. I uh, think they chose the wrong song. Like, is this one of those tracks where I just. Can't get over it. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's why there's like a thousand tracks on the record. Yeah, it really does feel overly lengthy. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember at, towards the end, I'm like, why can't I just be done with this? Yeah, um, I I kind of, there was a moment where I was listening to it and um, and I thought to myself, you know, maybe if it if there were less tracks, they would have put more time into, yeah. and, you know, really just putting those little new ones. Because there wasn't, there wasn't a lot of like those special moments, you know, like those aha moments that happen. Okay, mm-hmm. Oprah. And there's, no, but I mean like. <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah. But here's the thing, like you listen to like an Opeth record or, or something like that. Um, and like oftentimes there'll be like this change that happens and you'll be like, whoa, wait, where am I now? I like this, yeah. you know, yeah. um, or even like, I don't even know, like, um, like a death record or something. Right. And it'll yeah. be like that one little, like, for some reason, there's going to be like this, like a little bell sound on the drums or something over here, you know, cause he's hitting the, uh, the bell of the ride or something and just those like those little nuances and i didn't really hear a lot of that on this album yeah. like those little things that make that that part special right yeah. So. yeah i think i would give this album a three and a half out of five okay or six sorry three and a half out yeah of six. I, i'm i'm in the three three realm i just i just did not 
enjoy it. Yeah. It really bothers me when I want to listen to it in the background and the only thing that comes through is his screams. And you're like, (laughs) (laughs) I just, they're, they're too frequent. Yeah. Um, again, I just feel like all great musicians, very capable musicians. And for some reason it's like, I guess it's like the definition. Well, no, it's not. Just, it's not really a wank fest, but it just vocally, it's the definition of a wank fest. I guess, right? It's like the guy who just won't stop soloing for like an hour. <laughs> you know, even though it's not helping anything. Yeah, I have. It's basically, about it's basically, yeah. <laughs> I think everybody at this table knows who that is. Yeah, we'll keep this name a secret. <laughs> I'll never tell. Uh um okay that's done it's over it can only get better from here let's just put it that (laughs) way guys it's over (laughs) um um, i guess i'll go okay can you say the band name just so i don't get in trouble again amiensis okay and you agree with that yeah okay amiensis amiensis so i'm doing the record called ascension which is, by the way, the record album, or the album cover is totally cool. Yeah, it is. I was very impressed. I was totally digging on it. Yeah. Um, so did some research, and there's not much to know about this band, really. Um, it's just a bunch of members from uh, Fallen Projects that mm-hmm. decided, let's go form a band. And they did this back in 2010. And they're just basically fans of metal that want to make metal. Yeah. Oh, and they definitely made metal. Oh, yeah. This, yeah. There's metal all over. Um, one interesting thing, and I couldn't tell, again, because nothing was really informative about the band, but uh, there's something like eight members. I don't know if it's including past or present, or that's all the present members. <laughs> they usually give a break, like on Wikipedia or I, something. I, I couldn't see anything down. on Wikipedia. Okay. You know, they've got a, a website. Did you yeah. check their own website? I did. So... Uh, they could. It could be like a. But again, like I said, like a moon sorrow or something maybe. where they have all those crazy. Yeah. I anyway. okay. So if if my research is correct, there's eight members, and half of them play guitar, half of them sing. There's two drummers, a keyboardist, and a bassist. Of course, there's not like eight bassists, which would be totally awesome, right? That would be pretty awesome. <laughs> although, although I feel like I feel like that would start to approach. Um, uh, uh, spinal tap yeah, no, realm, the, right? Yeah, yeah, big bottom. Come and, on. Yeah. And well, they actually have a graphical, a graphic artist. So I believe these are all the members now uh, of okay. the band. So it is uh, James Benson, Alec Rosa, Joe Waller, Aaron McKinney, Zach Morgenthaler, D. Todd Farnham, and Julia Holter. Okay, so seven. I was close. Yeah, you basically, I right. mean, yeah. Um, and they actually have, uh, I guess, one of the guys that plays the guitar uh, or the keyboards or something like that. Uh, based, one of the members is a dedicated artist, I guess. And that artist's name is Kim Holm. Cover, okay. Cover art. So, um, to kick off, the first track is, I think, my favorite. Um, I forget what it's called real quick. Hold on. Ah! on these deserted plains. And the reason why I like it so much is that I feel this is what every opener should be. Um, it's it's melodic and heavy. 
in the middle it's got a nice acoustic part and it ends with a nice uh solo at the end and again yeah i really like that we solo. love solos yes um and then uh the second song uh towards horizon is totally kick-ass um it's it's a soft song and it's total it's all um uh clean vocals but it reminds me of like a modern version of like a singer songwriter because mm-hmm. i guess they have some some harmonies in there that it's really it's just really nice it's really well done um what else dude um divine potion of acumen Oh, dude, that was totally like Demi Borger. Oh, I yes, dude, I was dun, like, dun, dun, and, and, and not even in like a uh, in a rip offy way, no. but but I I was as I was listening to it, there's a very particular emo- like bodily, physical, emotional feeling I get when I listen to like spiritual black dimensions. Yes, right. Um, and. When that song was like playing, I was like, "Holy fuck!" <laughs> no, dude, it, it, that is a that's another good, oh, good song. Man. I think they should just have Vortex on that song. And the drums on that track were fucking sick. Yeah, yeah. I was down. As the musicianship shit. on this record, they're they're, they're great musicians. Oh, you can tell, dude. Um, and you know the record. I I hate to say it. I mean, I hate to say it, but I gotta say that it's got a little bit of everything. There's like a, a, just a straight up heavy instrumental track that I feel is they they call themselves prog, but I don't really I didn't feel it in this record. I haven't listened to them their earlier records, but um, the only one that felt the most proggy was the uh, Delphic Ether. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's like pure instrumental. Yeah, I liked that song. I thought that was ballsy too. Yeah, and uh, you know they they got a like a just a piano track that it's just. It's beautiful. Um, and I just have to say that the album has a little bit of everything. Um, it's, a, it's a solid record. Um, it actually pulls out a lot of black metal strings. And there's times where I kind of felt like, oh, that reminds me of Agalock a little bit. Um, yeah, I got that feeling. Yeah. Too. Um, and again, the musicianship is, is great. It's tight. The song structure feels thought out. Uh, although my only gripe is the production. I felt it was a little bit on the high end. Really? Yeah, at, at least in my truck. I had to oh, turn wow. down like my oh. EQ a little bit. Yeah, that's a lot different than me. Yeah, I thought me the too. guitars could be brought up a lot more. No, no, and I will we'll get to that where um I again, I'm not it's not a big issue cuz I can I can tweak it in my in my vehicle, but um and I'm not going to dock points. Hey man, for it. hey man, don't don't blame the album's no, no, production no, 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 for your shitty I, I, sound system, no, man. <laughs> Um, and I believe this is they they recorded and produced this album themselves. I could be oh, wrong on that. It's um, pretty badass. But it, no, for me, it felt thin at times, and I thought things could be a little beefier. Some things could be brought up because I've at things got lost sometimes for me. I, yeah, I got that too. Yeah, keyboards. I'm not gonna dock points because the album is just a, a really good record, and. Um, I feel it can only improve with um, more releases. So this album for me did a really good job of somehow being like old school and new at the same time. Right. And I don't really know how they did that so well, but I really appreciated it. Yeah. Um, 
and I, I completely agree with everything they're saying about like, I seriously, honestly, for, like when the first song started playing, I felt like after the first song or maybe second song, I was like, okay, I have this album pegged now. Like I know what this album is like as I was listening to it. Yeah. And then sure enough, I had no idea. Like every single song was like different and had its own thing it was doing and was like special and unique on the album amongst the other songs. And that might have to do with all the members in the band. Probably does. It's really wonderful. I hope that they continue to do these yeah. things. And I, I, I really do hope they release more records because yeah. I feel as if these guys deserve to be known because they're it's a good record. Yeah. It's, it's definitely worth um, whatever it costs to buy it. I, Just get it. Yeah, for sure. I, I have a... An interesting take on this album. No, go away. Evil. Be- be- Ow. Because... <laughs> Matt just do something, Adam. Because I, I was listening to this on the plane ride home from Kauai. Oh. And um, I, I don't know what it is. Like, whenever I'm coming back and I'm, like, well-rested, that sometimes, like, plane rides can bother me. And, like, a little bit of turbulence here and there, which it was, was, like, make, making me anxious and I was reviewing this album in the process. <laughs> and, and I mean, I, I should preface with, since then, I've listened to it and my views have changed. Thank God. But yeah. after the divine potion of acumen, yeah. my first note goes, this album continues to piss me off, but let's go down this rabbit hole. <laughs> um Essentially, I thought, I, I thought you were in a happy place in Kauai. What? I, I, what a like, negative take on a on like one yeah. of the most perfect songs. No, a, yeah, after that song, after, yeah. after that song, what? Yeah, it and, got and, worse. And I, for some reason, I felt like it, it just uninspired. Like, and again, this was probably all internal for me, mm-hmm. because, like I said, things have changed. But during that time, I was pissed off. I felt like. Like every song I was listening to was a graveyard of riffs that like I've written and oh you know those times where you, you just wanna write something just to do it and you come up with just like random mediocre stuff that you're like, Oh, that could be used, but I'm just gonna throw it away. <laughs> like I felt like the entire songs were written with those riffs that I threw away. <laughs> and um and I just so like what happened after <laughs> What 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 what's your new what's your new take? Well, no, on this let, album? let me continue. I I just felt like I no, hope this has changed. I, I was like, <laughs> Jesus I, Christ! I felt like nothing. Like the tone was was dead. Wow. I felt like they didn't know how to play. Interestingly, I said, "What the fuck am I missing? Am I being too cruel? Goddamn! When it goes into heavy stuff, I just want to throw my phone out a fucking window and hang myself in the closet." Whoa, dude! <laughs> <laughs> Which is saying something because you're in an airplane, right? So, I, well, you can't yeah. open the door unless it's depressurized. Yeah. So, okay. I mean, that was that was the the worst I was feeling at the time. So, at the last track, the note that I wrote was, "Thank God it's fucking over." <laughs> <laughs> and and in oh all honesty, I don't know why. Oh like, it, it was so. And okay. I've changed my view. I I mean, I think the album's great. 
now. But okay. in all, oh I still, wow. I still get oh. a, it's a fucking roller coaster. I know, right? I still get a little pangs of like my chest starts tightening up when I listen to it. Uh, it's really weird. Like it harkens back to that plane trip. So and it's fucking. So wait, so wait, what you're telling me right now is this album makes you feel like you're on that plane again yeah, when you bit. hear it. Yeah. Wow, you don't like flying, do you? I might. I, I don't think I do. As, okay. Uh, on the way there, it was okay. So on the way back, it wasn't. So let's just neglect the the plane. Yeah. Where where you at? I think. I mean, I you agree I, with I, us or not? I, I can't say anything that that is different from you guys. I yes, I like the record. Okay. I think I, the only problem that I really had with it is the production. I yeah. I think I felt like some of the keyboards were low. Uh, some of the guitars could have been mixed a little bit better to come through. The drums, I felt like, were done well. Yes. And, you know, vocals, okay. Bass, okay. Dude, I actually really love the vocals on this album. Yeah, and uh, some of the bass stuff, I think, could have been, like, the low end could have been brought up a little bit more. Because there's some interesting stuff there, mm-hmm. but I felt like it could be a little bit you more You have to really listen to bass it. Bass yeah. would say that. I know, right? yeah. I'm in there somewhere, guys. So, <laughs> I'd give it a. God, it's hard for me to rate it though. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let, let, let me start. Yeah, I'm gonna. Go I'm actually gonna give it a five. Nice. Yeah. I'll also give it a five. So at first, honestly, like when I was done with my review, it was a two. <laughs> oh shit. Um, but it's worse a, than fucking Dracar. I really. You are off your rocker. No, but it. Get out. Okay, but it it brought out stuff in me that was pure evil. So. No, it's it's it's, it's a four and a half out of five for me. It's respectable. <laughs> okay. So four and a half out of five, a couple fives out of sixes. That's a that's a solid score. Yeah. Holy I, I, shit, I though, bro. Okay, I'm not. I'm not like a. a mat, uh, what am I trying to say? It's not my background, but I think you really need to see somebody and never listen to a plan. <laughs> never listen to an album on a plane again. I found it so interesting because I was going to stop, but I'm like, that's why I put. Let's go down this rabbit hole because I just. I was like, I have to see where this goes. Were you sitting with 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 you with your lady? Yeah. Okay. And yeah. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. And I, I let what her know. What are you say, Matt? No, 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 because I've been separated on a plane where I'm sitting next to people. I'm like, I fucking hate my life right now. No, and I told her, I'm like, this album is pissing me off. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, but the take home listener about this album <laughs> Wrap this up is, nicely. Not, is, is not Dino's uh, um, shitty attitude on the plane. But it's the fact that this is a really great album and you should go. You should listen to it. You should listen to it unless you don't like flying and you're on a plane. In which <laughs> case, maybe you should watch a movie and eat some peanuts. <laughs> or just get blasted on the plane. You yeah. feel much better. It's not that hard to smuggle marijuana on a plane. No, not that kind of blasted. <laughs> Jesus. I kid. Edibles. Come on, guys. <laughs> hey, <wait>. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> I haven't done that. <laughs> Not, a, not yet. We don't nope. condone. Drug we don't use. condone. If it's legal, we do. <laughs> if uh, it's in Colorado, go ahead. <laughs> I'm sure not in the airport or airplane. Yeah, airport. No. Okay. So uh, I'm gonna review now after that experience. I hope it's better. I actually I listen. Whoa, 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 whoa! What? You need to introduce the song. Oh, I do. Yeah, you That's do. That's right. Uh, Oh, Have you been watching the nightly show? 
No. Um, you know, I'm going to have to say it's going to be on these deserted plains because it has a little bit of everything. Wonderful. Every song's good. I don't care which one you choose. But I was tempted to do the Divine Potion. Well, But I'm going to pick the first one. Yeah, they're going to have to, you listeners are just going to have to go out and fucking buy this album after yeah. you hear this. Die. So. Um, so yeah, why don't you just say... Oh, why do I? Okay, so you were going to listen to On These Deserted Plains off of the new Emiensis album, Ascension. Enjoy.
I feel like I just got off an airplane. <laughs> Fuck you. Of rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, awesome. Okay. Dino. Uh, so I reviewed the new Between the Buried and Me album called Coma Ecliptic. Um, I... Oh, here we go. I don't know where to start with this, because in all honesty, it's a prog album through and through. It's, yes. it's a prog album. Yeah. It's and a prog rock. I yeah. love prog. prog. Prog metal. But I, I guess let me start with the beginning. So uh, these guys are from Raleigh, North Carolina. They started in around 2000. Um, they're on Metal Blade Records now, so we probably won't get the rights to play any songs from here. But um, they got their name from a Counting Crow song called Ghost Train. That's something that I was like, hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. They started, uh, or sorry, two of the uh, founding members in the band, and I guess I'll go through the band now, um, is Tommy Gals Rogers Jr. on vocals, both clean and growl. Uh, Paul Wagoner on lead guitars and backing vocals. Uh, Dusty Warren on rhythm and lead guitar. Dan Briggs on bass, keyboard, backing vocals, and Blake Richardson on drums. Um, so Tommy and Paul were in a band called uh, Prayer for Cleansing, which was actually a vegan straight-edge metalcore band. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I didn't know that existed. The name of the band sounds just as lame as that concept. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. They're probably still vegans, yeah, man, dude. They look like vegans. No, it's not. Don't, never mind. <laughs> just, keep, just keep moving on. Uh, By the way, ca- I think cattle decapitation are all vegans. Really? Yeah. And they're called cattle. And those, yeah, those guys are amazing. Love. Uh, <laughs> just love. <laughs> uh, um, and this band has had the, this lineup since about 2005. So, been with the band for right. about 10 years. Um. Yeah, I, I mean, I listened to this album right after the Amiensis. Uh, we just as pissed and, off. No, and actually, like, I felt like um, Tyrael from Diablo 2 was greeting me. And then at the end of the first song, Node, it was like these Solon chords that kind of revealed the true epicness of my quest of, oh. of pure evil. So I, I, I was very happy about it, and it was like... I don't know, a gateway to majesty. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, But, I mean, overall, I've listened to this album like two and a half times, and I I don't think I have a favorite song, or they're all just, they're so proggy. Yeah. and, And it's, you know, if you don't, find anything particular interesting just wait a minute and you're gonna find it i mean there's there's stuff happening all the time uh the fucking drummer is epic the guitars are great the leads are great i love in the end of the second song um the coma machine uh there's at the end there's like this walking guitar like and it's like it happens throughout the album but every time it happens, I fucking love it, and I want more of it. And this album has it all over the place, and it's not just in one song; it's in parts of every song. Yeah. And um, and each song kind of bleeds into one another. 
I believe it's a concept album. I've looked at the lyrics, but I couldn't pick out a particular concept besides maybe some dream or coma sort of of thought. It's very interesting to me. Uh, First of all, let me just, as my first statement about this album, be that I was uh, extremely into this album. When I first started listening to it, I was like, when the piano part came in, I was like, oh, I don't know how this is going to be. And then, like, you know, within 15 seconds, I was like, this is really, really amazing. Yeah. Um, but just the uh, just the subject matter of what is it with prog bands and, and just writing about comas? I can't figure this out. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, prog bands love comas. I don't I know, know cause, what the fuck that is. Because <clears throat> this, I'll, I think... Most of every song reminded me in some way of Dream Theater. And yeah, I ended he... up listening to Dream Theater after <laughs> I listened to this. Yeah. When was the last time you listened to Dream I Theater? I know. It's been fucking... I caught some serious um, Porcupine Tree and Opeth vibes every yep. now and then also. Um, it really it, it felt definitely like them, but I've heard influences on the album. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And the growls make it a little bit more death metal than mm-hmm. Dream Theater could ever be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, James LeBan! <laughs> yeah. yeah, it, it's weird too because we saw them live with Dream Theater. Yes. Was, so when it was Dream enough. Theater and Opeth, and I don't remember them sounding like this. And I, I remember really not liking them too much when they right. played. Because that's and, when we saw them when they were more like metalcore. Yeah. And I, I don't even think it was that long ago. But listening to their earlier stuff, there's definitely more metalcore there. Yes. And in this album, the the metalcore growls are kept to a minimum, really. Mm-hmm. And that's what made me enjoy this record so much, too. Uh, yeah. I th- yeah. I think so, too. Because I was, I was a li- honestly a little worried about that but yeah. i think it was all done well and um there's a good i'm not even sure if you can call it uh hocket which is a, a a music term for like having a conversation between two instruments mm-hmm. but they kind of have i mean they do it but a, actual conversation between the vocals so the the clean and the growl so yeah um and i feel like it's a lot of the times when they do it it's similar and yeah. it also reminds me of Dream uh, Theater. Dream Theater, the test, the test that stumped them all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they use that a lot. But, I mean, but I I like it. Um, I don't have any qualms with it. They did it, like I said, they did it well. And another thing that reminded me of Dream Theater, and I had to check if Mike Portnoy was on the drums, was when they do the <laughs> the bass drum and splash match up like sort of thing where i mean it's sprinkled all over the place but i just can't help think of mike portnoy by the way did anybody catch the very cynic-esque jazz fusion sort yes. of thing that happens uh toward the it's like one of the later tracks in the album all of a sudden i went in and i was like whoa focus <laughs> yeah very focusy i was super into that <clears throat> but they did a very good job of of not like um over overstating right that little bit there but i i totally picked that up i was like fuck yeah 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 I, I find it funny because i remember years ago i think this was even before when we saw opeth of them all together live um i remember saying hey martin um uh, you should check out this band and you like would not have it at all like you absolutely hated 
this band. You're like, they just suck. Yeah. And who knew? Ten years later, you're like, oh, by the way, I actually like them now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like we have all changed as people. I agree. <laughs> no way. We're all living in the island. I like to add that here. The this band, I feel, gets better with with age. Yeah, yeah. I agree it's with like that. It's like a fine wine. I still won't listen to the early stuff. That's not going to happen. Yeah, no, but I mean, like, I just remember listening to their the record that I remember hearing of them is uh, the Alaska because it was on MTV. Mm-hmm. They had like music videos or something. No way. Yeah, right. That's <laughs> yeah. when they had music videos. <laughs> um, Wait, that, that's the reality TV um, now it channel, is. right? Yeah, now yeah. it is. Um, no, and then like people were going crazy over this band. I'm like, well, I guess I have to check them out. And then I'm like, ah, they're all right. And then the 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 album that really got me interested in them is Colors because that's when it, I felt it started to shift more. Mm-hmm. They started throwing in more proggy stuff in there, or way more proggy stuff. So, all right, I have nothing to add. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. You should together, man. Sorry, man. Not a fan. No, that's fine. Except this album. <laughs> yeah. This album is, is well, darn near a perfect piece of music. I can tell you, if you rewind a, an album or two, you'll still enjoy it. Okay. I'll mm-hmm. I'll I'll update everybody on it, what I think. <laughs> Journals, please. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. That'd be a funny episode. What is happening now? Oh, wait. This is okay. Let's just put you in a coma and see if you read a prog record. <laughs> I have prog music written. I know. In the graveyard of of riffs you have. Yeah, in the graveyard of MIDI. (laughs) There's just a fucking bunch of files. Just throw them all together. Sprinkle them. Which, by the way... Make a Cradle of Filth album. Didn't you say... (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That was awesome. No, you know what? Honestly, to be... You know, if... A lot of those files were me learning how to really write songs, so the, they probably wouldn't amount to much nowadays. There'd be a couple of good things, but the, you know, in all honesty, I feel yeah. like I write better music now when I'm just playing around. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So I guess if I were to rate this uh, five and five point five out of six. Ah, uh, yeah, that's what I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna go five point five point eight out of six. Whoa! Whoa! It's, a, it's 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 achieving. It's near. It's like Icarus. It's flying high. <laughs> <laughs> careful, it might burn its. Be wings, careful with but... the next album between the buried and me, because you might just fly too high. <laughs> Into oblivion. <laughs> Very nice. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So uh, I guess we can go ahead and sign off. Yeah. Yeah. So. This is Dino. This is Matt. This is Martin. Thanks for listening.